with COVID-19 pausing the NHL, it's time to do some Detroit Red Wings midseason grades. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. I'm your host, Brian Fisher. With me today, as always, is the other host here, Scotty Bentley, also host at Locked On Tigers. And Scotty, we have got a fun episode planned for the people today. We do. We do. A little, uh, nice little beauty in uh, in the midst of uh, a big, a big lack of playing hockey. Yes. Um, and that's part of the reason why we're doing this now. Normally, we wait another 10 games to do midseason grades, which is what we're doing today. Um, cause they're only at 31 games played, you know, 41 is the exact halfway mark, but because there's this pause, we decided that now is the best time to do mid season grades. And I know we have a lot of opinions on a lot of players and we're going to try and power through them in what is now already 29 minutes remaining in this episode. So it's going to be very brief. I feel like at some of these players, especially the forward core with how large it is. Um, but I feel like we shouldn't waste any more. If we time. have a big discrepancy, like then we'll talk about it. But like yeah. if we're in the same ballpark, there's really no need to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But first, gotta make uh, thank you guys for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So if you're not watching us on YouTube already, please go and subscribe. You won't uh, regret seeing Scotty's face. You might regret seeing mine a little bit. But uh, Enforcer hey. Brian, man, you, you everybody loves seeing your face. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's get right to it here uh, as we try and power through this roster. Um, let's l- start off with the top line here. I feel like this is going to be the easiest one to do. Dylan Larkin, the captain, midseason grade so far, A+. plus. Yeah, yeah, I, I have it as a flat A. I've, I mean, there's there's really not too much to say. I mean, career Over year. a point a game. Yeah. yeah. Can't, Just can't ask first for a trick. Can't, can't ask for, for too terribly much more. Uh, let's go to the wing on him then. Tyler Bertuzzi. What is your grade on him? Uh, I have Bert at an A minus. I think he's had a phenomenal season. Um, but based, I, I, I feel like it's impossible to overlook the fact that he hasn't played, whether it is uh, due to playing in Canada or being on protocol, which is the, the health and safety protocol thing isn't really his fault that as much as, you know, like everybody's on that list currently, um, but there's still he's the only person in the NHL that that can't play in Canada, and I I can't not overlook that. Yeah, I gave him a B plus, and the reason I gave him a B plus is he started off the season really hot before going on an 11 game scoring drought altogether. He's the only facet of that line that has gone cold so far, and then of course, like you said, not being able to play in Canada is a huge detriment to the roster. Without going into the whole like you know. Down that road, the fact of the matter is is that there are games where he is not available due to his own personal choice. And then the add on to that, that scoring drought B-plus is the best I could give him. Now, the other easy one, Lucas Raymond. This is this is the easiest A-plus we'll get on this whole list. Dude comes in. Even Steve Eisman himself said that he expected him to have to do some time in the AHL. Comes out, rookie of the month in the month of November. Yeah, A-plus, without a doubt. Easy A plus. 
Um, now it gets, starts to get a little bit trickier, I feel. We we'll probably might have a little bit more discrepancies as we move into the bottom nine forwards. Let's go with the starting or the second line center in Pew Suter. What do you got for him? I'm going to give him a B. I think that he's provided a lot of really solid. Um, when he is the second line center, he's been he's been decently solid. A couple of bad games that we've pointed out uh, that, but those were even kind of early on in the season. The only time that I've been disappointed in Pew Suter is when he has had to play a much bigger role than what he was brought on this team to play. And, I, and I'm not going to knock him for that too terribly hard. So I, I've given him a solid B. Actually, I'm right in sync with you on that one. Uh, I think he's been good for the position that he got brought in for. He got brought in to be the second line center. He's done a good job. He's at a half point per game. Um, there are some games where he looks really good and there are some games where he looks bad. Um, a lot of those times where he looks bad are when he's playing above his pay grade, uh, quite literally. <laughs> Uh, yeah, B is solid for him. I I have to agree. Um, Robbie Fabry on the wing. What do you got for that? Uh, I'm going to give Fabry a B plus just because I I think that it's kind of the same, uh, situation as Suter where he has had to uh, step up a lot more than I think what was asked of him, but I think he has done a little bit better when he has been asked to step up, uh, that then Suter. And especially, I mean, the last week or so before uh, the the shutdown here, he was uh, he was really feeling himself. So maybe a little bit of recency bias, but I'm going with a B plus. No, I completely agree. B plus. I mean, I think out of the three guys that are on that second line, he is the most capable of stepping up onto the first line when a player is absent, and we've seen it. Got him know, an extension. Not, got him a got bag. It, yeah, got him an extension. He had three goals in two games, something like that. And you know, again, recency bias might be a part of it, but I think that Robbie Fabry. For a guy that you got for Jacob De La Rose, and you know that's looking at bigger picture stuff, not just the thirty games here that the Wings have played. I mean, he has been a great top six four for the Detroit Red Wings. I think B plus is very fair. Now, here is the most controversial polarizing player, Philip Zadina. You want to? You want me to go first again? I am going to give Zadina a C plus, and I think that it is not. Not, I think we all need to realize that a C plus is not, I didn't give him an F, but uh, the, the scoring has clearly been a big issue. I think the, honestly, the only reason that I still have him even at a C plus um, is because he at least lately has shown a little bit more aggressiveness and is trying to shoot, um, which I like and enjoy, uh, but it's, it's been, it has certainly been a, uh, a letdown of a uh, season and honestly career up to this point. Uh, I'm giving him a C minus. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fit over it. He's a player that is supposed to be a pure goal scorer who hasn't been scoring goals. He's got a shooting percentage of 5.6%. I know he's got struggles and 5.6% is not going to last forever, but as it stands right now, and I know he's got more growth to do. And again, like you said, Scotty, not the end of the world giving someone a C. Um, it's like literally average. So I'm giving a C minus between slightly below average. I want to see more out of him. Yeah, and I think people he's realize more. the uh, this type of student that I was. Uh, you, <laughs> you realize that a C plus is pretty darn good in my book. He's get degrees, baby. Damn right. Uh, but yeah, Zadina, I got. I want to see more out of him. I just haven't seen it. C minus so far. Um, now we get to the trudges of the lineup. 
Uh, let's do our last one that I think we're both going to agree gets a very positive review in Vladislav Nemesnikov. Uh, yeah, this – go, 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 go. go okay. No, I, uh, that, that's an A. That's, yeah, that's an yeah, A for absolutely. me. That's, a. That's, not even, that's not even a, a contest. That's an A. He is uh, – he's, what, fifth on the entire team in points, and he's playing third line. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the easiest that's, – that's a very easy A. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, like you said, fifth on the team in points, 16 points in 31 games played on pace for a, a career best. Uh, a shooting percentage of 19.2% for Vlad Nemesnikov. 19.2. That is elite territory. By the way, we have several guys with elite shooting percentages right now. Dylan Larkin at 19. Tyler Bertuzzi at 20%. It's nice to see Larks up there, given that his was so low last year. Oh, yeah, his was horrible last year, which is part of the reason why last year. So I, I was down on him, but mm-hmm. don't need to go back to that. Nemestikov is an A. We agree on that. Um, Gosh darn, who even plays with him? I mean, these lines Rasmussen? Start getting, yeah, you want yeah, let's do Michael Rasmussen. Uh, that that one is a, I guess a C, maybe. Uh, yeah. That even that might even be a little on the high end. Uh, I've I've been pretty. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not going to give him a, an an F. He's playing third line, but he he certainly hasn't been uh, very productive and has actually made some pretty blatant mistakes uh this season as well that are like very clearly like this bad thing happened because of michael rasmussen so yeah he's like a d for me <laughs> yeah yeah no i don't i don't blame him. he's he, he's got the capability of being a very solid bottom six four for this team but he has not had a good season whatsoever um outside of that let's go sam gagne you want to do sam gagne i know he's another center sure uh, yeah love me some gags uh, I'll, I mean, I'll give Gagne uh, a, a nice little B or a B plus. He's yeah. he's had a he's had a nice little year down there. He's uh, I mean, twelve points in thirty one games down there in the third line. Sure, why not? He's we brought him in to be a depth piece for this team, and he's been that. And he's been a de- good depth piece for them too. I mean, he's he's provided that. Uh, I almost want to say veteran presence, but he's only thirty two. Like that is a veteran presence, but he's not like ancient. He's yeah. on the back half of his prime. And he's, you know, playing decently well on the bottom six. Um, we got to continue to break down these forwards as we about halfway through. But first, I got to talk to you guys about Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get Primal. You heard me right. If someone you care about has a beard like myself, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. No, uh, Scotty, right here, I just trimmed this beard today, applied some oil to it. You look fantastic. Look at that. It's, yeah, it's, it looks look real fantastic. sharp. My girlfriend complimented me on it as well. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a very much a words of validation type guy. <laughs> so, You're feeling good about yourself. Feeling tonight. good about myself, and I got I to thank the oil for that. The, the products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet, Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard care products. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States of America. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to the other products that you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. 
Remember to use code LOCKEDON to get 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. That's lock on, locked on at checkout for 20% off. Also got to talk to you guys today about Built Bar. The holiday season is quite literally here. It's like three days away, guys. And you only got a few more days left to get some delicious Built Bars with the awesome uh, Locked On promo code LOCK15. And uh, you'll be happy that you did because it has the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. You got low calories, low sugar, low net carbs, low fat, but incredibly high in protein. It gives you that extra fuel you'll need to bust down those mall doors and battle all those holiday shoppers, especially as you're getting close to the deadline here, people. Or if you're just standing in line, that it just they just seem to be endless. Built Bar gives you that extra something to keep going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Uh, use pro, Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Right from the faceoff, Bradley's control. Conwall to Centerberg. Second segment, Locked On Red Wings here as Scotty's trying to hold back laughter as I had a failed launch into the segment a second ago. Um, it, we were, it was a bar. It was a bar. <laughs> I tried to combine like three words into one. I think I said smegma or something like that. Uh, <laughs> is that a segment? We are doing midseason grades for the Detroit Red Wings. We're almost done with the forward court before we move on to the defense. We have four more players we want to talk about. We will not be grading, obviously, Jacob Vrana. Did not has not played a single game yet this season. Not going to grade Mitchell Stevens because he didn't play that long before he got hurt. Um, some of the guys who got called up, like Chris Kulo, not going to grade. He hasn't played enough games for us to really feel like he does, he needs one. Um, but we are going to talk about Adam Ernie, a cult favorite around here. Um, I got to give him a C though. Like he's been okay. He's been average. He's not been not been scoring an eight game stretch like he did last season. But he hasn't been awful either. I give him a solid C. Yeah, no, I mean he, he was uh he was brought in just for depth and if he if he was even half of what he was last year it would have been a major success. He's he's way down there in the lines as a depth piece. He's fine. I'll I'll give him a C. Yeah. Uh Joe Valeno, who or someone we were hot on at the very start of the season That's has since uh yeah, he had a he had a great few a great stretch a great stint at the beginning of the season before getting sent back down. He's come back up thanks to the Mitchell Stevens injury as a permanent fixture on this bottom six lineup. Um, he's a really tough one for me. He's a tough. One. So here's the thing with the young players that I struggle with in this one, and when I did this for the Tigers that I struggled with is I don't want my grade to represent how good I think they could be in the future, and I hold that with Zadina. I hold that with players like Valeno. Um, you know, and on the baseball side, I held that with a lot of the young pitching. I, I don't want like, I'll, I mean, I'll give Valeno a C minus and he, he hasn't been that good outside of like three games, but that has zero representation of how good I think Valeno could end up being. That is not a ranking of my potential rating for him. That is just what in 15 games he has given us, which is close to nothing. Yeah, so the the one redeeming factor for Joe Valeno is definitely 
and I hate to bring the guy who always brings up shooting percentage, but is his shooting percentage. I mean, he's got a very solid 12.5%, which is hovering around the league average, which means when he shoots, you know, the puck goes in at a decent clip. It's just that he's not shooting a lot. And that, I don't know if that has to do with, he's only got 24 shots on the season and his 15 games played. And I don't know if that has to do with where he's playing in the lineup because he is playing bottom six minutes. And we are in agreement that he has top six potential, um, mm-hmm. especially with his style of play. But the fact of the matter is, if he does have top six potential, even at limited minutes, he should be excelling, right? Right. So he has just been okay. So I'm right there with you. I think I, I might go to a C with him, sure. not a C minus, but we're like, we're pretty lockstep in that. He hasn't looked great, but he hasn't looked awful either. He's got room to grow, but that doesn't factor into the fact that, you know, as he stands right now, this is what we've been given. Right. Um, exactly. I want to wait. I want to do Smith last out of the forward core. Let's do okay. Carter Rowney real quick. Sure. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll give Rowney, uh, geez, I don't he's know. a tough I'll, one, right? We don't look I'll, at him that often. Yeah. I'll, I'll give Rowney a, a C or a C minus, like a, a C minus, like a, like not a, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not like a big negative, but he, you know, he plays at the plays at the bottom and he plays in the fourth line and goes out there and he'll get you a point once in a blue moon for, for the most part. He's pretty much just out there to make sure that, uh, you know, his his job is to make sure that the score when he enters the game is still the score when he leaves the game. And he does that at a decent rate, I guess. Yeah, he's a, a defensive-minded forward on this team. I mean, right. that's that's what he does. He's got 19 games played, so he's a healthy scratch quite often. He's only taken nine shots on the season. He's only got three points, but he's only taken nine shots in 19 games played. I mean, that's just, that's the role that he's trying to play. He's got 17 block shots, and he's got, 28 hits. I mean, that's just the role he plays. A C minus is where I'm at with him. I mean, he's just been okay. He's the bottom six forward. That's pretty much invisible. Uh, yeah. for the most part. That's where the depth really kind of falters. He was a he was a guy, there's nothing against Rowney as a person, but it's like one of the guys when they Steve Eisman signed him, I was like, well, why? There's so right. much competition in the Ford core already. I didn't know why they signed him. Um, he's an okay. He's been decent. C minus. Agreed. He's a passing grade. You um, you go first with Giovanni. A. Damn right. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> Dog, you thought I was going to give him anything less than an A? That's my king. I thought you were joking when you said A. No, I was not. Dude, and oh, it's completely dude, it's 100% bias. Yeah, no, that, that's, <laughs> that's that's my favorite player in the NHL. I, 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 I was going to joke with you, and you were going to be like, oh, I'll give him like a C plus or whatever, or like a C, and I was going to be like, well, I'm giving him an A because it's Giovanni Smith and I love him. Nah, yeah, hell yeah. It tied for team lead in penalty minutes with Philip Aronik at 26. He doesn't take shots. He's played in 24 games, only been a healthy scratch in a few. But dude what's he is, asked to do? What's he asked to do? Be an enforcer. And, and he what does is he that. do? Damn dude, right. Love, hey. He's such a fun player to watch. And he actually has a sneaky good shot when he does take shots. We he saw does. that a couple of days ago. He does. I I'm really hoping take he's, only, shots. he's only 23. I'm really hoping that he could develop into like a solid, like third line grinder enforcer. I, I think that would be really awesome. Um, do you want to do goalies really quick before this break? And then we can do defensemen and team after. That's a good idea. Cause goalies are going to be a quick one. Yeah, um, they are. I'm going to do Thomas Grice first, because okay. I think we're going to be lockstep with uh, Alex and I think so too. Uh, Thomas Grice, honestly, has really underperformed my expectations for him this season. 
I know he's like 36 years old. He's older, but he had a really hot second half. I got to give him a C minus. Yeah, I was maybe even a C plus. I was going to give him a C. Yeah, it's certainly uh, he has his moments. He'll have a a game or two sprinkled in there, which is the only reason that it's keeping me that high for me, because as like a true, he truly is the backup. Now it's not one A, one B. He is two uh, that really if, if he can just sprinkle in. A, a couple of games a month where he's, you know, on his head and, and he still has shown that at times on a blue moon. Yeah. This, this last game he him. played, he had good. Right. So that, that's the only thing that's keeping me up at a C for him, but yeah, it's, it's C at best. Yeah. And I mean, it's just what it sucks. It hurts his trade value, but it's good for Alex and Delkovich because it gets him an opportunity to take over that starting role. And he excelled. He had a four game stretch where he didn't look that good. But outside of that, he has been phenomenal this yep. entire freaking season. I got to give him an A. Yeah, he's an easy A for me, especially when when you're comparing what the expectations for him were coming into the season and you base him off that. Easy A. Easy A. Um, when we come back, we're going to do the defensive core and then just give you a team grade overall. But first, I got to talk to you guys about betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC – right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. BetOnline, where the game starts. It wasn't just a great training camp for Larkin. Who brings it in, scores! Oh, his first NHL goal is a beauty! Wow, look at, look at, look at him getting the puck. Cronwell getting the puck Final segment, Lockdown Red Wings Wednesday edition. As we power through a COVID shutdown, we're going to do some midseason grades a little early. We did in the first two segments, we did forward, core, and goalies. Um, Here we're going to do some defense. And let's start with the easy one. Always start with the easy one. Moritz Sider. A plus. A plus, baby. Comes in right off the bat. SHL defenseman of the year last year. Comes in number one defenseman immediately. And has been excelling. He just looks so comfortable out there. Like, screw the Calder. Norris trophy talk. Let's go. A plus, baby. Easy A, a plus. plus. Easy. Let's go to his defensive partner. Danny DeKaiser. Sure. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a pretty easy, like, D for me. This yeah. is uh, this is not, not even really, like, a difficult. The only thing for me was whether it was going to be, uh, uh, you know, what what uh, variation of a D it was going to be, yeah. but I, I think I'm pretty comfortable giving them right in the middle there. Just giving them a solid uh, grade there. I, I mean, what, what is there to say? He, he, the, the skating's gone. I, I still love the, the dude to death. I really do. But uh, the, the skating's gone. He is, I mean, pretty comfortably the worst defenseman that gets regular minutes on this team. And he's on our first line. So it, it's pretty easy to, to give him a pretty poor grade. Yeah, it's I, – I'm a huge fan of Danny DeKaiser and have been since the moment he joined the team. But if we're being completely unbiased and honest, 
it's got to be a D man. You're, you're spot on. It's just, he has not looked sharp. Um, and like you said, the, the, I think the back injuries over the past few years have really messed him up. His speed's gone and it's just, he can't, he can't, he's struggling to keep up right now. And we've seen the war of the Kaiser versus the war of Moritz Sider so far through the season. And it's just like, you know, we've gone down that route. We don't have to do it again. D I hope Danny, I hope he can turn it around, man. I really do, but it's just not been a good first half of the season for Danny DeKaiser. Um, the recent acquisition, Nick Letty, second pair defenseman. Um, he's been okay. I got it. Honestly, C plus. He hasn't really wowed me. I di- he hasn't been as good as I thought he was going to be, but he hasn't been horrible. C C plus. Yeah, I was going to give him a C plus too. Uh, did, Stop agreeing with me. Pro- <laughs> probably a probably a goal away from a B minus. Uh, you know, just, like I don't know, just, like we we were we were kind of excited about him because last year he showed the ability a lot more to kind of play quarterback a little bit. And even though, you know, he's, he's on the second line there, whatever um, we haven't, we haven't really seen too much of that. And, and he hasn't been a liability like, you know, again, C plus is not some horrible grade, but uh, yeah, I, I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Uh, his defensive partner for the most games, Phil Peronic, uh, went through a stretch where he was healthy scratched, came back, has been playing pretty well since. Um, somewhere in the B range, man. I, I don't know. I can't really, I don't know which variation of B to give him. Yeah, um, I was going to give him a B minus. Um, yeah, I, that's I think, fair. I mean, I, he, he's always been an, uh, an Apple machine. Right. And, and that's, you know, that's carried over. He's still getting assists at a pretty good clip. He, he's still uh, pretty effective back there um, on the blue line and, and in transition and stuff. And that's always good. Uh, but uh, I mean, he's, he's, we, we know what, what Philip Peronic is at this point. There's, I, I don't think too many people are, are out there, even though he's still only 24. I don't think too many people are out there like, oh, just wait till Philip Peronic blows up. Like, I think, I think this is, I think this is about, you know what I mean? I think this is about yeah. what he's going to be. And, and uh, he hasn't, after, after he came back from being healthy scratched, because at the beginning of the season, he was horrid. Um, uh, since, since he's come back the last couple of months, he's, he's been a, a you know, yeah, we are he, what they th- who they thought with it, who we thought they were. And Mort Sider are constantly fighting for, you know, most minutes on the ice. Like he is a player mm-hmm. that gets consistent responsibility on this team, and I think he's earned it. He's career wise, he's probably looking at a, a middle pair defenseman who will be power play number two. That is something that every team needs, and it's something the Detroit Red Wings need. Philip Ronick's going to be a fixture on this team for years to come. If only he could get that slap shot on that. But that yes. is a, <laughs> this is a different conversation. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know what, B, I'm going to go from a B minus to a B on Philip Ronick. I think since he's come back, he's looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, Gustav Lindstrom. I think this is going to be a good one for both of us. I actually think I'm going to give Lindstrom based on where he is playing in the lineup and what hit the expectations were for him this season. I got to give him a B plus. I think he's been exceeding expectations for almost every fan of the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. I'm going to give him a B. I, I think that he has, uh, the, the biggest thing with him is the versatility that he has shown because with yes. all the injuries and the people coming in and out of the lineup so frequently, he has been everything from top line D to third line D and, and played plenty of second line too. He, he really is just kind of a, a filler of wherever he's needed and he's 
has not been a liability no matter where we have put him. So easy B, even B plus for sure. And then he's actually a plus four on this team right now, which is a plus eight on this team. Nope, I read that wrong again. God dang it. Plus four. <laughs> My eyes tricked on me because Pineal is right next to him. He's a plus four on this team right now, which we don't want to talk about. We talk about how you can't really rely too much on plus minuses. Um, but, you know, he's doing something right. 22 out there. games played. Yeah. It's yeah respectable. Nick Letty is lead team worse at minus 14. So you yeah. can't put all your stock in plus minus, but it does give you some kind of picture as to sure. what they're doing out there. Um, Mark Stahl, the guy who plays defense uh, with most of the time. Um, we talk a lot about Mark Stahl and we're fairly positive on Mark Stahl, but that's mostly because expectations for him were very low. Um, I comfortable giving him a C plus. I'm going to give Mark Stahl a B. Really? I, yeah. The first I think time we've been really very different. He got the, uh, he got the a slapped on him. Um, and he has provided very solid second line D minutes. Um, and you know, he doesn't get noticed because he's on the second line and, and Mo cider and the other a are on the top. But, uh, I, I think that him not getting noticed is a good thing. And I, I think he's been, I think he's provided really, really, uh, valuable ice time. And he, I mean, again, we talk about not holding too much merit into, into plus minus, but he's a plus six in the second line. So I'm, I'm totally fine with, uh, with, with giving stall, uh, uh, a B. I think he's been, he's been really, really solid and, uh, has certainly exceeded rather low bar that I set for him coming into the year. Yeah. I mean, he's been better than advertised, but I, to an extent where I'd give him a B, I don't know. I think C plus is like slightly above average is fair, but you know, we're allowed to disagree, sure. even though my, my opinion is better than yours. Um, <laughs> I love you, Scotty. Um, let's see, we got Jordan Osterley and Dan Renouf. Osterley. That's an interesting one. I mean, a guy who, isn't an everyday defenseman is right now. Cause Troy Stetcher's injured. We're not going to bother to grade. Um, I do. I don't know. C minus that he's in the C range for sure. For sure. He hasn't really been that impressive for the Detroit Red Wings. He's been okay. I mean, he's been literally what they signed him to be, which is a, a an extra body for healthy scratch purposes. Yeah. C minus was mine too. Spot on. Um, Dan you want Renew? to do Dan Renew? Four games played, called up, got sent back down, called back up, sent back yeah. down. A plus. So yeah, I A plus. Get out of here. A plus. I catch for, that first. A, A, A plus for Dan. Oh my God, Scotty Bentley. He's going out here. He's throwing bows. He's dropping, A plus plus. He's dropping I'll, gloves. Dan Renew give it an, is an A plus. An S ranking. An S ranking. What's an S? It's a, it's like a video game terminology. It's like above an A. It's like oh, like oh S category. Yes. Yeah, S tier. Beauty, love it. Yes, absolutely. He's S tier. That's how great Dan Renouf is. Uh, Tyrell Hirose, A plus. Okay, yeah, played one There's game. There's the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, the team as a whole, they fit. They currently are sitting second in wild card. This is going to be an interesting one because just based on how happy I am with how they've been performing, I want to give them an A, but they also have gone on like several cold stretches. They went on a four game losing streak. They're horrible on the road, um, but they've just taken huge strides forward from last year. I think it's fair to give the team as a whole a 
B plus. Yeah, I, I I think that's very fair. I I was really caught between B and B plus, so I I'm I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I I think it uh, like you said, team. I I don't think anyone expected us to take this big big of a step forward, and everybody was kind of waiting for the fall off, and it still hasn't come. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable with a B plus, and yeah, and it, some B or B plus, I'm I'm very fine with. It just it feels so good to be a Red Wings fan again. Like the last few years, and can we also? I know we got to wrap things up here, but in terms of how fast rebuilds are going, and we're not out of it yet, but Red Wings fans have gotten incredibly lucky at how short this rebuild has been in the long run. It was a rough, really few years. Like sure. after they didn't make the playoffs in 2017, I mean those years were awful. Mm-hmm. But I mean the fact that they're in the playoff hunt halfway through the season with two rookies on the team who are Calder, Calder favorites. I mean, Eiserman has worked wonders on this roster to make them competitive so relatively and, fast. And still have – it's not like it's, it's oh, they called all their best prospects up too early – like, not too early, but early in the rebuild, and now, you know, we're, we're going to kind of plateau again. Like, there's still – Kosa and Edvinson that are still just like waiting. You know Bergeron. what I mean? Like we, we, and Berg, like we still have reinforcements yet to come, even on Hell top yeah. of what we've already seen. So it's, it is really exciting that it's ahead of schedule and not even close to done yet. Uh, Lockdown Red Wings fans get an A plus for being loyal Absolutely. listeners every single day. Unless you don't subscribe to YouTube. Unless you, then you get an F. You then guys fail. It's a pretty, um, pretty, pretty pass fail system we have for that one. <laughs> And since you guys uh, are the Brian best, Brian gets an A too. Oh, thank you. Scotty gets a B. I, that's fair. No. That's fair. <laughs> Scotty Bentley gets a. He's S tier. He's S tier. We're just stroking each other's egos at this point. Thanks for making <laughs> Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown Bets your daily one stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Um, we'll be back with you guys tomorrow evening as we talk some World Juniors is on the slate for tomorrow, if that even happens. Hopefully it happens because we're going to be talking about it. Uh, same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. Go Blue. Every day. There it is. Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.